Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky. This is the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, and sometimes the early 2000s. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Johnny Junk. How you doing? And I'm here with my two good buddies, Mr. Big Sniff. Ooh. All right. And also Mr. Tommy Trash. What's that smell like? Not not great. Not but not bad. All right, fellas. How we doing today? We're okay. We're good. I um, speak for both of us. We are good. We are one. We, we are legion. We, we tied our penises together yep. under the table. <laughs> yeah. Tom is a little <laughs> solemn. Unfortunately, one of his uh, his idols, one of his favorite people, uh, has passed. Do you want to say a few words, Tom? Um, at this moment, and I mean this uh, very honestly, Meatloaf. When I was a kid, was one of my absolute favorite. Favorite artist, uh, truly a master of, um, yes, it was not actually Meatloaf. Um, <laughs> a, a fun actor, did a lot of fun, cool little roles, but Rocky also, Horror. yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, Fight Club, Tenacious oh, yeah. D, yeah, uh, Pick of Destiny. He's in like one of the, like the weird like Lake Placid movies or something like that too, I believe. I think that's all from Platt. Oh, well, they look the same. They do. Um, but uh, no, uh, his his first couple albums were so amazing. Him and um, do you ever get a blowjob or get fool around to one of his albums? Getting me? I don't know. <laughs> you were there with me. <laughs> so then <laughs> you were doing it on me. I mean, uh, when you were like a young was boy. that when you were being the bed? Uh, no, but my like my first like uh, you you know like always like a, if you have a, an older sister or sibling. No, because I'm the oldest. Oh, uh, well, it, like, they have, like, you know, their friends that come over, and uh, I would put on full concerts with, like, cardboard cutout guitars and really? lip sync to as meatloaf. Is there any possibility one of your parents has some, like, home video of this? Oh, there's definitely pictures. And I'll, uh, I'm going to see my mom again in a couple uh, weeks, and, and I'll see if she can find some. There, I am literally decked out in, in cardboard. I have a, a cardboard thing, a guitar cutout that I have with like a, a, a string tied over it, and we have all the lights off. We have these like sort of like Christmassy lights, and I am like, you know, like the like Pete Townsend like arm flailing kind of the thing. Windmill. The wind windmill. Windmill. Whatever. <laughs> you know when you make a meal of the wind. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I was truly devastated because I think uh, Meatloaf was um, one of those people that really embraced being cheesy, but also uh, e- extremely talented vocally. I mean, he didn't write any of the music, really. But there's but... still, despite being cheesy, there's still a sincerity to it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. and we were talking about this at work, you and I, the other day, about, like, that album cover on Bad Out of Hell is so badass. It's badass, but in my opinion, a little misleading. <laughs> I felt like it was going to be something yeah. different. I remember when I first, I saw, like, a Meatloaf shirt, and it had that album cover, and I was like, that dude oh, must be extreme. They must fucking shred. Yeah, and, listen and then to I listened, and, and like, I was like, <laughs> singing, like, ballads on his piano well I mean, it starts out with a dun, dun, but that's rock and roll dun, man dun. but hey man sometimes with rock and roll you gotta you come in hot maybe you come out a little cool for a bit <laughs> so tom yeah. i think i think as a um in memoriam uh we should play your meatloaf drop right here the one and only meatloaf meatloaf my favorite great meatloaf 
is always juicy. No, I won't do Very nice. All right, and uh, we had already said we we had, single tear. And let's not forget Louis Anderson. We also lost him the same day. <laughs> so we had already done um, one um, meatloaf uh, episode in the past. It was called uh, "What's Cooking," uh, the one with Christopher Reeve, um, and he gets uh, eaten alive, I believe. He gets uh, cooked into a soup. Um, but there is another meatloaf episode. Um, he did an episode of The Outer Limits about time traveling and back to the uh, Civil War. Whoa. And it has our little wallet alien from the Alien Shop episode. Oh, that guy. So maybe we'll uh, explore that sometime soon. If we see a wallet, that's like a, a rule I made, remember? Oh, yeah. I can't we'll see remember a, a magic wallet. Yeah. It's like a finish your beer kind of thing or like a perfect 10. No, yeah. no, no. The only perfect 10 we have is if you see penis. Yeah. Full penis. Real and penis. Not ours on the podcast, yeah. which we've all seen anyway. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, how are you guys doing? What's going on? How what the fuck is it going? We're doing good. We uh, yeah. are getting a, a, another uh, recording on a beautiful day. And guess what? what? Our gracious host, Mr. Big Sniff, uh, hooked us up with some cookies. Oh, yeah. yeah. I made these sugar cookies last night. I put green food coloring in the cookie dough, and I made purple frosting. Has the acid kicked in for you yet? I'm about to take it. You would love that. I mean, I like, I love acid, but like, yeah. I don't like getting dosed against my knowledge. That's like Have you ever been dosed against rate. your knowledge? Oh, this is delightful. No. Thank you. I was never dosed against my knowledge, but there was a time when I thought I was buying LSD that I could take at my leisure, <laughs> and I put my hand out, and someone just squirted it into Dang. my hand, and I was like, well, I guess I'm tripping now. Mm-hmm. That happened to a friend of mine in high school. Um, this kid came through with a vial of acid, mm-hmm. and my friend was like, let me just get like a hit. And he kept pestering him. He's like, fine. Loads up the dropper, squeezes the whole thing out on his tongue. So it was like six hits of acid, probably. Oof. Which is a lot different than one. I mean, yeah. But I, I mean, I used to have the same thing. I would get, you know, you get the little Visine bottle with like 100 hits in it or whatever. And yeah. then like, what's crazy is like at the end, you can't get like a full drop out. So I would just like chew on the bottle and suck <laughs> on it. And, you know. It's like, like licking the back of, like the empty bag of cocaine after. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly you know, like that. I don't know I've been dosed before, but I was at this party. Real quick story. I was at a party in high school. Finish it up. Party. There was like five people there, including me. Whoa, it sounds wild. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. But they had acid. Police and they were up. all doing it. It was liquid acid. They were all dropping it like in their, in their mouth, on their eyes. One guy put it on the tip of his dick just to see what <laughs> <laughs> and it worked, I guess. Cool. And I was like trying to avoid it the whole night because I've never it's never done acid at least voluntarily. And then yeah, I was like, dang it. Why didn't I think of it? No, but um I finally like found a corner and went to sleep. And I woke up super <laughs> in the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, I had to like hide. Found a corner. People were drinking heavily picture, and taking a lot of acid. I just picture you like wandering around not knowing what a corner looks like and then being like <laughs> Oh, I finally found uh, one. On top of Everything the else has been circular rooms that I've been in. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, no, you know, I had to find like a dude. I was. I remember being so tired and really drunk because, and I was like, I considered like I should lock myself in the bathroom and sleep in the bathtub because I need to get away from these fucking people. All like geeked out on acid and whatever else. Anyway, though, I fell asleep at the wee hours. I woke up in the wee hours of the morning. And was very disoriented, and I didn't recognize my surroundings. And I felt like I was everything was backwards. But I wasn't tripping, like, colors and shit. I just felt really confused and really... You probably just had a body high. I don't know. I think maybe they put a, a little bit on me, but I don't know, because it doesn't sound like an ass trip, and it didn't feel anything like psilocybin, which I've done. But I, I don't know, maybe... Ass is a little... Di- I mean, I don't know. John would do it better than I, but, like, I feel like um, 
the intensity of a mushroom, like a, a strong mushroom high, is much different than like a, a normal acid. I think mushrooms and acid have definitely different feelings, but probably what it might have been, because yeah. I know a lot of people do microdosing. You might have just had like a very small amount, like you know what I mean? Like when that. Uh, I wouldn't pe- be surprised. They're the, the type of people t- that would have t- done it. When the tip of that penis like grazed your lips, it just might have got a little bit on there. And what then, about when it went inside me? Well, it depends oh, on. Oh, maybe they finished inside of you. No. And it wasn't even, it was just the, what was left in the semen was inside of you. I was incredibly oh, anxious, That's too. Terrible. And I uh, took a clonopin and I went to sleep. And so... That's the that's that's what saves you from psychedelics is benzos, dude. That's like a godsend. Don't they say like carbon trip. is something along the it, like I've heard like there's certain things that can carbon can kick yeah, you out. Like, <laughs> like a building block of carbon, of, just like someone matter? just takes like like a, a piece of charcoal and just <laughs> yeah. throws it in your mouth. Carbon. No, I. Oh, I, do you I, mean I, like a. a like getting your stomach pumped out with charcoal? I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm just not. I don't know enough about. We got the wizard here with us. Yeah, Johnny Wiz. Short and spooky is, of course, a, a podcast about anthology shows, and today is no different. We are talking about a series called Tales from the Crypt. Always mm-hmm. a fun time. Uh, uh, Never heard of it. Venturing into the crypt with the crypt keeper with our pal. That's right, the good old CK. Not Calvin Klein, nope. the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> we should get a Crypt Keeper for the Garage Mahal somewhere. I'm yeah. totally down. I'll look for one online. Yeah, I'll look for one on the side of the street. Yeah, see I'm if right I can here. Yeah. Oh, down. sorry, we already have one. Yeah. <laughs> you have an animated one? <laughs> yeah. yeah see if you can find one on the street. You find all the good shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I think uh, last week when we were talking about this episode, I think I misspoke. Uh, I think I said it was the Ventriloquist's. Assistant, this is the ventriloquist's dummy. Yes. Okay, thank you. There was I, a little bit of confusion. Yeah. In fact, I found a couple of websites that were calling it the wrong thing too, and I think that was kind of throwing me off. I keep wanting How to say you? the ventriloquist's assistant. I think because we just did a magician's assistant. The magician's assistant. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but. Uh, oh yeah, that was a dangerous. If you're a child, that's a big warning sign for that. One. A magician's assistant. Yeah. yeah. Never answer it. No. Um, so I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't have this information right in front of me, but I think it's season two, episode 10. It is, because I just watched it again on the DVD. All right, look at us. It's got a little pat on the back there. We don't need Tom. All right, well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's still watching on his phone. <laughs> um, I so have to have eggs. <laughs> we'll always like to go through the episodes and uh, make up some drinking game rules, so mm-hmm. that way uh, when you watch it, it can you know, be a little bit more enjoyable. Um, yeah. So why don't we get into some... Mm, rules sounds good to me uh who wants to go first your pick right all right i can go first um take a drink every time the audience laughs at a bad joke oh yeah um i have one that it only really happens maybe twice but that's the only thing i could come up with every time a woman hits on a man who is uh who is far uglier than she is (laughs) Yeah, every time they're like, you're cute. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this man is a fat, old, bald guy. <laughs> Not there's anything wrong with that. This guy is like, even besides that, just ugly. Um, so I also had... Oh, um, oh, please, Tom. Every time someone's hand uh, sounds like Scrappy-Doo. Ah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so the, the character Morty, I had every time Morty laughs. Okay, Because yeah. he has a very obnoxious laugh and then i also had one i wasn't sure which one to do because bobcat goldthwaite says fuck 
a lot. He does. Yeah. And every time he cusses. Yeah. So every time he says fuck, I would say take a drink for that too. Can you guys do a good Bobcat Goldthwait impression? I feel like it's changed over the years. It's kind of mellowed out. In fact, the he 80s does, one. Like I mean, one is he alive still? He's alive, yeah. but like he's a director, and he, he looks like, weird. That now. was all like an act that he was doing. That like he never dropped. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It's the wavering voice <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. It's, it's oscillating, a weird one. oscillating up and down. You're like, no, no. <laughs> it's like I'm nervous one second, then I'm a little confident one second later. It's yeah. weird. I mean, I remember it's like from um, Scrooge. Jo- what, like, what's it, George McFly kind of thing? Like, I'll do your homework for you. I don't know. I feel like he's such a distinctive. Like um, that, I, I don't really know anybody else who does something similar to that, but it's very distinct voice. So this episode aired in 1990, mm. and at <gasps> that point he had already done the Police Academy movies, and he had already done Scrooge. Wait, he's not in the first one, is he? No, he's in part two. Okay, because I then just all watched the, the first one. A lot of tits in that movie. I didn't even realize. Hey, man, that's it's the 80s. That's like Dude. there was no like internet porn. That's how you got people into the seats, man. You got to show them boobs. It was pretty fun. And then of course they like going. Oh yes, uh, Winslow, Winslow, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so when I was a little boy, uh-huh. I remember one Christmas Santa Claus showed up to my house, and it was Winslow, nineteen nineteen, and he gave me and my brother Christmas presents. Yeah. I don't know what my brother got, but I had an action figure of Bobcat Goldthwait's character. From Police Academy. They had Police Academy toys, and I had Police Academy coloring books for some reason. That's wild. Dude, in the 80s, they had kids' toys for Alien and, like, all this. I miss that time period where there was, like, a a toy for everything that was was coming out. that was the 90s, too. Well, at least the first half of the 90s, because I did have a lot of action figures from, like, very violent movies. Yeah. Like, horror, uh, Alien, Predator, fucking Leatherface. Right. They had all these action figures. It was, like... And I just liked them at the time because they were, even if I hadn't seen the movie, I was like, you could jack off to cool. them. They're scary. And now, like, helicopter parents <laughs> yeah. and soccer moms, like, they don't let their kids watch, like, scary shit. Like, there's no, no movie where the child protagonist helicopter is Helicopter parents? Yeah. What's that? Where they just kind of hover around and yeah. don't let the, the kids Oh, do I thought you were talking about, like, you know when you do the helicopter with your penis? <laughs> <laughs> That's a crime. Yeah. That's called a pedophile. Well, it depends. If you're on kids, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's they gotta kids, see it at some say. point. Oh, How else are they gonna learn? Yeah. You gotta establish dominance. I guess. No, you gotta show right your son thing. that uh, you know this is how you helicopter. But I remember I, I saw a camp counselor's dick at a summer camp, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And I think looking back, I'm thinking this guy just has a big dick. Because but I remember seeing it, and I was like, "It was like this." So okay, he's holding up a. So that's mate. the trick. If you ever have kids, yeah. You show, like, you kind of, well, oh, you know, well, like, you let your towel drop, but you be, like, half chubbed up, and you <laughs> let them see it when they're, like, four. That's and so in their like, mind, it'll be, like, cut. this big. You know what I mean? That, that's Isn't that a bit by, um, what's the name who got, the comedian who got caught, like, jerking off in front of ch- uh, people? Uh, Louis C.K. He didn't get yeah. caught. He just did that, and people eventually talked about it. Which is I heard it high. from uh, no. Adam Carolla on Loveline. Oh, Loveline. That was a good one. I missed that. Adam Carolla uh, uh, is a car. Anyhow, uh, I had an action figure of uh, the Bobcat Goldthwait oh. character, 
And did it do anything? Yes. It uh, you would hit a button and its pants would fall down, <laughs> and what was left was it's uh, boxer shorts with hearts on them. Oh, great! And I was like, "This is was, the best toy ever." That's hilarious. I was gonna say its hairline recedes every time you hit the button. <laughs> All right. So uh, the way this episode starts is we get a little crit keeper bit. Of course, as per usual, we get a little puppet on puppet action. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's got a. Uh, He's got a little ventriloquist dummy setting it up for the episode he's talking about, and uh, I wrote down some of the uh, the puns that he has. What and, were they? Uh, well, he, so he just got his little ventriloquist dummy in the mail, and he says he got it from Hack Me. Yeah, instead the, of he, he has a little business card there that he's like pointing at. Yeah, it's like the, the like the shipping information or oh, whatever. And Battle Shriek. Which is Battle Cry, right? In real? No, life? I think it's Battle Shriek instead of Battle Creek, oh. Michigan. Isn't there also like a battle? Battle. There might be, but so I saw this and I was like, "So wait, if this is the delivery thing, does that mean that the Crypt Keeper's crypt is in Michigan? It could be. I've never thought about where his like castle actually is. I kind of so I know he. I kind of assumed it was somewhere in like Eastern Europe. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, it's an American comic, but uh, but there's no castles maybe somewhere in on the East US. Coast. Well, yeah, there are, but they're like faux castles. They're not like actually old. Well, mm. I was just it kind of raised the question. I was like, I don't know. Well, it's got a slight accent. It's kind of got that like I don't know what like, that is. It, it's like um, yeah, the Fraser. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like Very, an evil like, Fraser. It's like, are you British? Are you just like transatlantic kind of accent? Transatlantic <laughs> foppish, like yeah. educated. You know, whatever. I wonder yeah. what he, I wonder League. what Crypt Keeper did before he was the Crypt Keeper. Um, um, probably like a what do you call it? A marcher? A mortuor? A mort? A, a mortician? A mortician? Yes. Right. Mortuor? Something creepy. Yes. He or like. Maybe he was a Crypt Keeper, actually. Wait, he was born as the Crypt Keeper. That's canon, right? I mean, he was born as a rotting corpse between... <laughs> That's fucked he up. Was, so it was, he was the love child between a mummy and a uh, sideshow freak. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. But I, I they don't so, really say anything that he did before. So he was never a human. He was always no, a No, he was never a human. And in fact, now that we're talking about this, yeah. I don't know how old the Crypt Keeper is. He could be in his 20s. I mean, he seems very immature. You know <laughs> what I mean? He looks, I mean? he looks like he's in good shape. Me. The, but <laughs> he was born that way. So, like well, the Lady Gaga. We don't know that. You know, he could have tried marijuana once, and then that's oh. exactly... He looked like... Tripot. Brad Pitt, and then all of a sudden tried pot once, and all of a sudden <laughs> looks like Tom. <laughs> is that your problem? You had smoked weed once? Yeah, just once. <laughs> biggest mistake of your life so one of the things i really like that the crypt keeper says is um you know he's doing a little bit back and forth between himself and the uh the ventriloquist dummy mm-hmm. and uh there's a part where he says read my lips and he goes actually i don't have any lips i'm like i'm glad that he's okay with that i'm yeah. glad that the, the crypt keeper accepts himself for who he is how can he talk without lip like like i was i said that like the sentence he said and i'm like i tried doing it without using my lips and i was like you couldn't pronounce it that way. Maybe that's why he does that weird voice. Oh. I no, I can't do it. We gotta all use some Crypt Keeper confidence. Also, the Crypt CKC. Keeper named his dummy Dicky. Dicky. Gotta love that name. Dummy Dicky. Until I call my Dickie. penis. <laughs> dummy Dicky. And then. Uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> after that, we jump into the episode. And uh, besides Bobcat Goldthwait, um, we got some big hitters on this episode, I gotta say. Please. Go we got uh, Don Rickles. Don Rickles, who is oh, a he, beloved be insult comic. Yeah, and we have um, 
But uh, I'm sorry, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, really? Is he the voice of uh, Morty? I believe he is. Ugh, very nice. So, I mean, that's three big voices. Again, Especially for 1990, that's a that's a pretty but solid lineup. And I think it's interesting because they're all very dis- like um, very, very distinctive voices. Yeah, yeah, Don Rickles, obviously massive. Um, not so much for our generation, but more for our John's. parents, maybe. Or John's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw him when he was in first my, coming up. Yeah. Don't worry about it. In the clubs my, in, in my, the, the early 70s. My great-grandkids. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, Bobcat, uh, Goldthwaite, and uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Honestly, I used to mix them up. Well, I, had, I also had very fond memories of Gilbert Gottfried from uh, watching Problem Child. <gasps> Holy shit, that was him. That's right. And Dude, Problem Child was a weird fucking... That Dude, kid was... That one, the one pizza fight scene in part two where yeah. they're all throwing pizza at the restaurant and it's like goo oh you yeah. know what i'm talking about or they all throw up on like the, the <laughs> so tilt-a-whirl disgusting um that movie i remember i watched it as a kid and i was i was like uh disturbed by it like this kid is like it's not like fun he's like a sociopath yeah it's like pre- yeah. the precursor to home alone he, but no because uh kevin McAllister doesn't hurt to hurt yeah. people <laughs> no but but, he, but he's also like a sociopath I don't know, no, because he he only hurts the the burglars who are trying to hurt him. He's acting this out problem child because kid? he's been abandoned at an orphanage, dude. Yeah, and he wants blood. He's working through his trauma. He wants to kill by killing people. The poop was gross. The steamy poop. Of course, gotta love the steam. Uh, <laughs> they they spent hours making sure that steam looked right. I was scared of that kid because I remember watching <laughs> it. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be like. What was the kid, the old school like troublemaking kid? Uh, Imagine that Dennis kid. the Menace. Yeah, Dennis the Menace. I was like, this is gonna be kind of Dennis the Menace or, or Calvin Calvin and Hobbes style hijinks. Nope, this kid's fucking doing horrible and disgusting shit to people. Uh, so yeah, the the way this episode starts out is uh, Don Rickles is uh, doing his ventriloquist act. Um, I believe it's 1975, and he's doing the, the typical uh, terrible ventriloquist shtick, and people yep. are eating it up. He's killing. Yeah. And well, uh, it took one lady a little bit for her to warm, 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 warm up to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's crazy is is all the jokes that I feel like they had planned are falling flat and are terrible. But like he's just freestyling, and I'm like, oh, you know that that the comedian was just doing that. You know, off the top of his dome he's, to like all the extras. He's insulting oh, yeah. like the restaurant's food, and and like everyone in the crowd. But they're like, I love when people insult me. He's like a roaster. Yeah, he's roasting them. He's one of the original roasters. But uh, it's not funny. Well, so yeah. So it's Don Rickles, and his character's name is Mister Ingalls. Yeah, and which uh, is very close to his name in real life. One <laughs> of the, my favorite line that he he's says right at the him. beginning is like, he's you know just being like super insulting and then mm-hmm. some guys laughing goes hey stop laughing while i'm delivering funny lines yeah, and i'm like that was weird that is so funny <laughs> that is funny that is good to like That's acknowledge so that you think you're doing a good job <laughs> yeah um and then one of the the people in the audience is a kid named billy Ooh, little billy and uh he just like everyone else can't get enough of this shit mm-hmm. I thought uh, he, was, he looked like he was gonna be the future lead singer of uh weezer with, <laughs> with, the, the, with glasses. the glasses and the haircut. Yeah. At that point. Well, that was all Buddy Buddy Holly. Oh, you know, that's what thing. I'm saying. So, that's so, what kind of reminds me. So what you're saying is he's more like Gary Busey. Oh, oh no, that's right. That's a drink. Take a drink, everybody. Um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the kid Billy uh, is like so impressed that he wants to get an autograph from uh, Mr. Ingalls, 
And uh, Mr. Ingalls like, yeah, here you go. Here's an autograph, like eight by 10. If you ever need any advice or, or support or tips or anything to becoming a ventriloquist, don't hesitate to ask. I'm here to help you out. That's a red flag right there. So <laughs> one of the things I really did not yeah. get upon my first watch was that this is like a motel. This is the where they're watching this show. Oh, it's like at the the ballroom of a of a. Well, that's usually that's a hotel. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like this is a motel because it's <laughs> like not one room. building. Maybe you, he wasn't as big in the mainstream, but maybe he was big in the ventriloquist scene. I guess it just <laughs> it basically what I'm learning from the way that this episode was set up was that the the rooms where you sleep yeah. was in a separate building from this little talent show or whatever the hell they called it uh amateur night i just had a harsh realization oh my gosh i was thinking in my head i was like man i can't believe people back in the day thought like this shit was entertaining and then you know who entered my mind jeff dunham Dunham. yeah (laughs) jeff Jeff dunham Dunham. yeah people and that was like maybe like 15 years ago yeah you know it was like shortly after 9 11 and he was like i need to have a character who is a suicide bomber who is killed themselves that shit to help people wrap their minds around suicide bombers and try to make fun of it and it's like that is he the most successful ventriloquist ever i think so he He was the highest paid comedian for a couple of years well dude i remember so insulting back in like 2007 2008 whatever every time i turned on the fucking tv on comedy central it was him doing one of his specials and i was like fuck off dude yeah, I I've never seen him do a single joke that was funny. You're a I, better I, man than both of us. Who? Because so you have seen oh. it. No, yeah, we both have witnessed it. So no, it, he's saying he's seen it, but not never seen a funny, funny joke. <laughs> oh, you're saying that you yeah, have. Oh, I you're agree. just as bad as us. Then I'm sorry. Yeah, none of it's funny. It's just like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's like the, the crowd's laughing, so you what think is it's it, the blue collar comedy tour stuff where you're like. Yeah, this is just the only one of them I liked was I liked Ron White a little bit. Ron White was okay because he was just like a drunk. Yeah, he's like "Eh, he's like your funny uncle who is, you know, a good time to hang out with until a certain point, and he starts talking about political beliefs or police. But at least those dudes have an act. Like Jeff Dunham (laughs) has no act. He's just as like, look, I can do a good throw my voice. (laughs) I can, and but I have no stereotypes. He just kind of sits there with a stupid smile on his face, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, bad uh, racial stereotypes. Well, maybe the world needs the next great ventriloquist. Um, mm-hmm. Gentlemen, if you feel inclined you, to jump in the ring. I can't throw my voice. Yet? What yeah. the hell? Where'd that come from? <laughs> That's right. So besides just, uh, you know, this little kid, Billy, being super impressed, there's also a showgirl, like, groupie, who is, like, this is a drink. She's hot to trot, dude. Like, she was like, oh, my God, this old man and his little puppet have been making, like, very, you know, rudimentary observations about things. Like, I can't. I got to jump his bones. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, I can't. I'm not a woman, so I can't really put myself in her what? shoes. It was 1975, dude. But it's like, okay, okay number one, up. ventriloquists are inherently creepy. They've been creepy since the fucking 60s. I mean, look at the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and Don Rickles... He's prolific, obviously. He's funny, but he's fucking ugly. I think. Can we agree yeah, on she, that? Yeah. She says to him, she's like, she talks to the puppet first. She's like, "Hey, you're pretty cute." And then, and you're not, you're so not bad. so bad as he well. He has the face like a Batman villain. Like it's very I, like I, I, like a Dick Tracy. I was villain. thinking, yes, Dick Tracy. Thank you. I was thinking like a vice president, kind of was what I pictured. He could play a good vice president if he was alive. 
You know, most comedians aren't good-looking, and they've, you know, honed their humor because they were outcasts, and, you know. This is very true. That's why all of us are so great-looking, because we're not comedians. (laughs) Yeah. Because we're not funny. That's why we all look so good. We got something. Um, So this this hot showgirl, she wants to go out, and uh, Ingalls is like, hey, I changed my mind. I don't want to, but his uh, ventriloquist dummy, Morty, is like, yeah, let's let's do this. You think this is a nice, uh, what's the word, allegory for your head and your weenie? Ooh, that's a good way to think about it. Oh, well, because mm-hmm. they both have heads. Yeah, and one of them's like, no, it's not a good idea. But then the other, and he's holding it right there during this scene. But and it's kind of like his cock. I have some issues with that. Let's circle back okay, and we'll okay, talk okay. about this like uh, once we get a little farther in there. Sure. Um, but uh, whatever happens after uh, he's like, no, I can't go. All of a sudden, a fire starts, and this is where I was like, oh, this is a motel, because the little boy is looking outside of his window. Well, his mom's yelling at him, and she's like, lights out! Yeah. Well, she wants him to be a doctor, too, so I can understand her frustration. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, but I I just liked how, uh, this, this fire is, like, blazing, so it's not like it just started. Mm -mm. Oh, the fires do break out fast, so be careful, the people out there. Um... Thank you for that. But yeah, the, the lights go off, and then in, immediately there's sirens and a fire across the street, and he's like yelling to his mom. He's like, Mom, you got to come see this. And I'm like, how is she not? She's she, on the Valium. She's, yeah, she's ordering his medical books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't know much about medical books. <laughs> Never gets old. That's so, that's so good. All right. Um, so good fun. After, the, after we get the little fire bit, uh, it cuts to a title card that says, 15 years pass. Mm-hmm. So that brings us from 1975 to 1990. And now uh, little Billy is all grown up, and he's played by Bobcat Goldthwait. Yep. He's, he's aged 45 years <laughs> in 15 something. He has the classic balding. early 90s comedian look, which is ponytail. balding. But also the ponytail yes. and earring. One earring. Yeah. Dude, he, I had a doctor when I was a kid. Uh-oh. My pediatrician. He was also a fucking comedian. Of course. I don't know if he was any good. I never saw him. But he had one earring. And that's why you like to 90s. do that? He was the first man who made you touch my giggle. balls. Okay. <laughs> Probably. He had to do it. It was part of the physical. It was completely professional. You were going in just to get like, your temperature check, and the guy's <laughs> like, why don't you go ahead and drop those trousers? No. Everyone's had their, you know, had that exam. Right. I had a, a a woman was the, my first one that uh, I had to drop my trow in front of. Well, it doesn't make a difference because it's not sexual. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. All right. It was for me. But he shows up at. I, I keep saying Don Rickles. What? Mister Ingalls. Mister Ingalls. Yeah, Billy shows up at Mister Ingalls' house. I don't and... know how he found his address. Well, he said it's been taking him three years to. Excuse me, three days to drive there. Oh shit! Or, was it three hours? I think he said three days. It was three days. So he must have driven cross country. Well, also, he drove two days in the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) Shows the map. It's like. (laughs) So the little boy from the first act is him grown up. Yes. And he is stuck with his dream of wanting to be a ventriloquist uh, Mm -hmm. artist or whatever. But my problem is this is that Bobcat Goldthwait can barely speak. So how is he going to throw his voice and try to do that at all? Like he can't. Even um, monitor the volume of his voice. Yeah, it's, Here's a spoiler for you. Uh, he can't when he tries. He's, yeah. Well, that's what's so funny about it. I'm like, he says he's been wanting to do this for 15 like, years. I'm like, practiced yeah, at all? you have not ever practiced. He's like, it took me 15 years to just get this nummy. Like, 
<laughs> well, he yeah. had to go to medical school first, apparently. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? He actually is a very successful doctor. Yeah. <gasps> Do you think? Wait, when was he... your doctor's name Billy? It was not Billy. Billy but it Goldman was Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> Doctor, he walked in and he's all. I would be terrified if I had this all guy. All right, I'm gonna check your balls. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Thank you. It's, it's a very delicate <laughs> surgery. I was gonna. Oh, I got the nipple there. I'm sorry. You're doing like a Jewy voice. He's doing more of a jerky voice. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what you're doing. Mm, ashy nipples. <laughs> um, Cut that, please. But no, leave it. It stays in. I didn't mean to do the Hitler thing, or the whatever. I'm Jewish. <laughs> um, I'm friends with the Jewish guy. <laughs> Half. Um, yeah, my left hemisphere. Uh, I so, was going to say something. What was I going to say? That was your right, by the way. Was it about um, Billy going to oh, visit England? Wait, I did want to say something. Yes, Billy. When he was a kid, I don't remember his voice being all warbly. And no, funny. he had so much more confidence. He might have been traumatized Maybe. by that fire, or Medical he sustained school. a massive head injury. Oh, that's a big thing with, like, uh, psychopaths and killers. Yes, and that's why he has no hair there. That's where they had to open his skull. He looks like uh, the one that we did, uh, Tom, the one with um, Joe Pesci trying to be the cool California yeah, guy. Yeah, the ponytail. Yeah, yeah, we did that one. Yeah, it's just the the balding, but it's like you're not ready to let it go. But, and it's also, hilarious. it's the 80s, so you can do whatever it's, you want. It's like the douchey, like, lawyer, like, liberal yeah. lawyer kind of look, you know? The t- ponytail. My, my lawyer, when I was growing up, uh, he had the this exact look. Ponytail Childhood, childhood lawyer. And like, yep. Unfortunately, a, I got in trouble on skin. A poofy, like tucked-in button-up shirt. They did a good job of aging him up. Uh, he did look a lot older. Yeah, they just removed all his like prosthetics yeah. and a makeup. They're yeah. like, well, they took him. They had he had a hat at the beginning, so they're like, oh yeah, here you go. The hat's gone. And yep. But they kind of made him look gray. Like they did something with the makeup. I think they took it off. I don't know and, because and then they put he wasn't that old camera. in 19, I think he was like he died when he was 90 in 2017 because I just looked it up. So this is 17 years prior. So he was what? 60 then? 68? 3. Is that right? No, no wait, wait. Or what, what year did he say he died? really bad at math. Ni- 2017 and he was 90 years old. So how old was he in 1990? Oh, I'm not doing this math. 2000 Wait, 75. 2075. Uh-huh. Okay, so Yeah, I guess that is kind of old, so I'm going to stand down. That's one year older than Meatloaf. Oh, yeah. I think Meatloaf would have been a really fun character for this guy. Or been really good for this role. I like that, uh, actually. Uh, I like, I like Rickles. that Rickles, because he's a, he's a comedian, and he's, I think that it works well. Because yeah. he's, he's more of a smartass. If someone else took this role, another old school comedian, maybe, nah, not Rodney Dangerfield. Like Carlin? Rodney's too <laughs> You good. know what I mean? He's too funny. Uh, who? Carlin. Oh, George, George. Carlin? Mm-hmm. That could have been good, yeah. Well, no, I I I think your point is valid. I think he actually is it was like a very fun he's well known enough, but not like like George Carlin I think would have been too big for at that time, nineteen ninety. Maybe. Same I don't know. Don Rickles is like is like a I don't know, he's just like He's old, but he's like not. He's like Johnny Carson. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone knows who he is. He's he's very respected in the comedy community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so you know, Bobcat Goldthwait shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm here to, to to learn from you." And Don Rickles wants nothing to do with him. And they look at a there's a newspaper clipping that says that the uh, showgirl that wanted to jump his bones back uh, 15 years oh, earlier yeah. died in a tragic fire, and he. 
injured his hand, which is why he no longer does uh, ventriloquist work. Which is why he wears an oven mitt around. Yeah, it's like a big black sock. Yeah, over his hand. I mean, if if it really was what we were led to believe, I mean, would you really want to see a grotesque like no. hump, like bump, <laughs> whatever it is? I, I mean, at least once, probably. I, I mean, know. yeah, but still, I would keep it under a sock. Um, sorry, Billy notices the Morty uh, box trunk. up on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. trunk. And he says, and and uh, Evels, Ingles, Ingles. Sorry, uh, he's like he's retired, just like me. Yeah, so like, what he a, doesn't what want anything to do with him. And Bobcat Goldthwait's like, hey, listen, I came all this way. I just yeah. all I'm asking for you to do is just come watch my show and tell me what you think. Like, is that yeah. too much to ask? So he's like, um, he actually uh, convinces him to do that. He's like, begrudgingly. Right. Yeah, begrudgingly, he does it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, is the next scene the show? The amateur night, yes. Oof. Oh, Ouch. this has got some really funny lines before he gets out there. Yeah. Because like there's like something about big tits. Oh yeah, the there was the I think performer before him was a lady yeah, with yeah. big tits. The MC who's like organizing it, but yeah, we 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 see the the lounge room and it's a woman doing a b- baton act. Oh yeah, singing. And there's someone touching a bunch 1940s? of glasses in like backstage. Well, that's yeah, playing the crystal glasses. That's always so cool. I remember seeing people. I remember do that. doing that in restaurants as a kid, like figuring out, like you like lick your finger and or like put some water in there and figuring out how to like. Also, yeah. Simpsons reference. I think Johnny Carson plays uh, Peter and the Wolf on those uh, in oh. one of the episodes. Of course he does. Delicious. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I always thought that was really cool because I feel like that actually does take some skill. If you're what? really good at it, it's really cool. With like a bunch of them. That's, That's what, what she's like. doing. Oh, well, uh, whatever. Cool. But people just want to see her knockers. So it's I like, want to see them. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> They're called pyramids, by the way. <laughs> I want to see the pyramids. It's like, all right, guys, welcome to Pyramids Night, where <laughs> nobody cares about any of the acts. That'd be a great way to, like, imagine, like, driving by, like, a strip club and being like, it's Pyramids Night. Well, it is funny. Only three of us in our listeners would be Bring your own sand. At the strip club, they dance <laughs> Bring on your the own pole, glasses. right? But do they need to? In theory, could they just walk out there and kind of stand? Billy goes on, and he starts doing his act, and it's fucking awful. And you can barely is, understand what he's saying. I mean, the dummy's head's falling off, and I love that there's this oh. part where the where there's an audience member who goes, "Bring back the girl with the tits." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know, this uh, the the master ceremonies over there. He really does know what the the audience is coming there for. Seems like he didn't practice. And yeah, and it's weird because you'd think he'd book some like open mics in his part of town. Or just go to some before going to perform in front of his well, idol. Yeah. So logically, it, like we're all like, "What the fuck?" But emotionally, we understand. Yeah. Hey, he really cares, but he's just it, he's it, stupid. It, he doesn't of. have the skills. He's a bozo. He's um, a bozo. So uh, afterwards, uh, he gets off stage, and Ingalls is like, "Hey, yeah. you suck." <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, whatever. I'm gonna go talk to this hooker. <laughs> yeah. Well, the hooker first kind of comes to him, tries to. Tries to get him to, uh, you know, get hooked. That's what, okay. Hooked so up. I'm like, what kind of rural motel is this? It's and like, where it's like a truck stop. How much somewhere. is it at night? <laughs> I feel like it's well, because they they keep saying like like here from Vegas. So I'm like, yeah, is that just a made up line that they say to everybody <laughs> before the show, or are they actually yeah. maybe somewhere outside of Reno or something, a little more rural? I, I have no it, idea. I feel yeah. like when I was looking at the audience, I'm like, this is like one of those small towns where. Like half oh, the people you think, have just never left, and this is like. Do you think it's Battle Shriek, Michigan? <laughs> oh, man. 
Isn't that where it came from? That's where the dummy came from in the Crypt Keeper part. Wow. Oh, I, yeah, let's say that. And, but I do think it's like it's like one of those like small towns where like most of the people never, you know, they peaked in high school and just haven't left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, our character Billy peaked at 11 years old. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all been all downhill from there. Yeah. So uh, basically. Uh, uh, Ingalls tells uh, that Billy to go, you know, hey, get another job. And he starts sniffing around this uh, prostitute. And the next scene we see is Billy's like, start. he's like, I'm done with this. And he starts throwing his ventriloquist dummy into the dumpster. But we hear a scream. And oh, I'm not sure if this, is like, if this is like a misdirect. Because like all of a sudden he's smashing this doll. And then you hear a scream. You're like, are we supposed to think that... The dummy is alive at that's this point. That's what I, for, that's what I, I thought yeah. of my first watch. I Me was like, too. I was like, oh shit, this thing's like. I thought that a live too. dummy, mm, the, but, but it is misdirection, I guess. Because it is, yeah, we because do find a real live dummy. The hooker that uh, uh, Rickles was talking to is now has her uh, throat slashed inside of a car, and it's doused in gasoline. Mm-hmm. And uh, like for some reason, Billy runs in there and throws his uh, embroidered members-only jacket uh, for her body. This part confused me. I was like, it looked like he was about to get in the car and yeah, I thought he was gonna lap. like sit in her lap and drive it away. <laughs> He probably would have if it wasn't for the fact that it was covered in gasoline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't... It was weird. I was like, wait, is that your car? Why does it look like you're about to get in? And there's a dead one. And why do they just like let him go in and be like, it's cool. He, he He's yeah. a puppet master. Well, that was also, a little weird. So he somehow gets this you know, inkling. He's like, oh, well, this has to be Ingalls. This this is the dude who I saw. Yeah, I don't know. Because did, did he see him talking to the hooker? Because I think he left and then Ingalls went to talk to the hooker. Maybe he was remembering when he was 11 years old and oh. he saw him talking to this other hooker. And who was like, in the fire. Who ended up dying in the fire. That makes sense. And then, if I'm, stop me if I'm skipping something, um, Billy uh, kind of rushes Ingalls at his apartment yeah he goes back to his like his house I cabin because yeah. he's like a hermit you know what i mean he, he's he, about to shoot up yeah i mean i was excited he's like i'm just getting set up yeah here. i was uh, like this is john in like morphine four years <clears throat> i know well that's one of the things that happens that i completely understand is that bobcat goldthwait barges in and sees don rickles shooting up some type of weird amber you know syringe old school grabs morphine. the bottle and then throws it at the wall breaking it and I was like, I would have fucking murdered this dude. I'm like, not only are you trespassing, but you're also throwing away my drugs. <laughs> Morphine can't And be you cheap. suck at doing ventriloquism. Yeah. And, and yeah. like, what if it was like actually like a it was something a prescription? No, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> insulin or like something that he's prescribed to. It's like. Yeah, he doesn't know what it was. My blood, my blood sugar so low. This is my EpiPen. Yeah. No, don't do that. <laughs> that was honey, dude. <laughs> but he confirms now because uh, Ingalls smells like gasoline. So now he's like, oh, this for sure is. There's no doubt in his mind that yeah. this is the dude who is responsible for the, the yeah. dead prostitute. Yeah. Um, and he's like, hey, man, like, you know, whatever. You did it. I know you did. And he's like, no, it wasn't me. It was Morty. And this is kind of when um, Bobcat Goldthwait's like, Oh, this dude has like a mental, like split personality disorder. You know, like yeah. he's like fractured in his brain or whatever, and he legit thinks that there is like that his ventriloquist dummy is uh, a personality in itself. Yeah. Um, so Billy and decides to show him. He wants to show him, and uh, they both. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they they uh, they get down the Morty uh, box. What'd you call it? The trunk. The trunk. It's definitely a trunk. <laughs> And it's Rick and Morty. Yes. And then 
Rickles basically yeah. gets more and more worked up. He's like, oh, you think you know what's going on? You think this is all in my head or whatever? Like, yeah. take a look at this. And he, like, whips off the little sack that's been on his stump. Well, but first, before that, he opens the Morty box, and it's a mask. Yeah, there's a, mask. a dummy mask. It's just confusing. Yes. Because a couple times he says... This is all wood and string. Yeah. It's all wood and yeah. string and wood and, well, first, and paint he, he and string. Saying, he like keeps, yeah, he, yeah, he really. They're like we needed to fill like thirty more seconds. At first, I this. thought it was just disassembled, but yeah. Then he he and I'm, I'm just gonna say a quick PSA: if you're around a uh, manically rambling person who you think just murdered someone. Who's shooting up? Who's shooting up and um, you just destroy their drugs? And you should leave <laughs> yeah. after that. Get out of there. <laughs> Don't turn your back to them. And yeah. Sit <laughs> back out. <laughs> yeah. Because he tries to hit him with the butcher knife. Well, we get this great reveal. Oh yeah. yeah. This reveal is where you know this Rickles shit. is like, you know what? You think you know what's going on? Well, take a look at this. And he shoves his what great. we think should be his hand in his face and it is a weird it's, gimpy it's a mutated case monster. yes it is like a <laughs> perverted it's crazy i don't know siamese twin i wasn't expecting this at all i got exactly say. i was not either which is why i enjoyed it it's like yeah. it's a weird practical effects puppet with like little teeth and like beady, hair beady eyes oh no yeah exactly it it's hair to be quite honest looks more like uh bobcat goldthwaite than yeah. anyone else's yeah yeah um do you think he jerked off with that hand oh you well okay so we'll, we'll 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 give him some time we'll get there we'll yeah get there. well my so as soon as we see Morty, yeah. you know, you might think, oh, this is like the carcass of of some, you know, uh, Siamese twin or something like that. But he goes, here's Morty, and that's got, uh, Gil Gilbert Gottfried, I'm assuming, and he's hamming it up the entire time he's on. Yeah, I, I should have done the parrot voice from uh, Aladdin, Go ahead which is just try. his typical Iago. voice. I can't do that voice. No, I can't either. Oh, that wasn't even Kim. That was someone else. No, that was him. Oh, that was him. Yeah. Okay. I can't do it. I can't do that voice. That's a hard voice to do. Well, it doesn't matter. That's a hard voice to have. It's also the Aflac voice. All right. Well, thank you. Good stuff. Thank you. Hey, new sponsor. <laughs> Aflac. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and Rickles starts getting upset because he's like, dude, you just threw away my morphine. And I, that's yeah. the only thing that's been keeping this dude in check for 15 years and i was a little upset i mean like i didn't really follow this logic i'm like listen dude you know that your weird stump hand murdered some girl and set a fire 15 years ago yeah. and you've been keeping him doped up on morphine and you thought you're like huh this dude who has no skills and just showed up out of no fucking place wants me to go do this i'm like you yeah. you know you you made your bed you, you gotta sleep in it you know what i mean this maybe, isn't yeah. you're not the victim after 15 years maybe he thought you know, it wouldn't be the same. But it's. I guess I just, I can only imagine where your headspace would be. First of all, if you're attached to someone's forearm, yeah. and secondary, if you've been on morphine for 15 years straight. Yeah. Well, you know. I would just I'm smother sorry. it. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. I've been on it for 20. Okay. Settle down. Wouldn't you just like fucking snuff it out once it's on morphine one night? Like put it. I don't. Well, then you have a rotting corpse attached to your body, and that kills you too. Well, there's well, th so we we understand that uh, Rickles, this is his brother, and mm. they had this weird, bizarre circumstance where his brother is now small. And, that, and I'm also thinking about this now. So he's attached so, to him. But yeah. So was he injured in the fire? Did he used to have like actual like fingers and hands that I think the this dummy was a would birth use? Defect. 
So, so, cause he has these little weird, like, I don't know, like tendril root. Yeah. Root hands, like these little, yeah. I don't They're know. Like what chicken. Well, that's feet. what does the arms. The little flippers. Yeah. If the dumb had arms. Yeah. The claspers. I don't know how the eyes work because he's got like puppet eyes. Anyway. I guess what I was wondering is did the fire like gross him out even more? Did oh, he used to be a little bit gross? No, yeah. Well, I he, assume he was, he was sexy. always like this. He I, was super sexy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you saw how different Rickles looked. So yeah, maybe uh, Morty was looking good too. Yeah, maybe Morty no, looked like... No, but he always like, had the mask uh, on. He looked like a little Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. he gets all weird and uh, shaky uh, oh come on sorry love you Michael <laughs> hey bud well we find um, out that um, you know so we, the whole time we think okay Rickles is the one who's been you know orchestrating this whole thing it's like hey I've got this you know fucked up weird brother attached to my hand you yeah. know let's make the best of it and we can do a ventriloquist act but he is actually the 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 second in command and that morty has been orchestrating this from the get-go and he explains that they get all this attention from women obviously yes because he's a ventriloquist and he's don rickles um (laughs) obviously chicks want to fuck him yeah um and but morty almost said marty morty couldn't handle it i think he basically said because he like doesn't have a way of getting off yeah so So his way of getting off kill is murdering yeah and i'm just like why couldn't you just like Stick him up, you know, some girl's crotch or something well, like that. He, you could have. He doesn't have a dick, right? No, he doesn't. But still, you could He's find some type really of good option. At pussy, though. Oh man, think about that for a minute. Well, he could put his whole. No, no, no. Here's what you do. No, keep thinking. Just think about Don it. Don puts his head on the front. Let that smile spread across your face. And he puts Morty on the back, so Morty's eating her ass while he's eating her puss. And they can flip and rotate. That's incest, and I'm grossed <laughs> out. Well, oh, if they yeah. weren't related, I'd be fine with it. I don't know if I should bring this up later or now, but... Bring it up now. Remember the thing on TV, the girl, the two-headed girl? Yeah. Oh, oh, like the documentary about the real yeah. like, twin sisters who are connected at their head. Oof. Yeah. Yes. That shit. I mean, you gotta think... One of them... Well, okay. What about, like, sucking dick? Or even, like... Even having a relationship... Or just yeah, even if you want, like, want to use horny. It's like, I assume like, they're just comfortable with it. I feel they're like, like hey, twins already off. have a very weird, close relationship where they probably are already aware of, you know, weird sexual things. I feel yeah, like, yeah. you know, you know, but, and again, if you guys are like the same body, they have the same, they have two heads, two tits, one, you know. Exactly. Ooh, so hoo-ha, so if they both hoo-ha. share a huge plate of nachos, they're both, they they both, both have diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so if, if that's how you are from day one, it's not. You're I wonder not what it's like, like you're trying adaptable. to sleep. Like one of you's tired, the other one's not. <laughs> Will um, you be the pillow tonight? Well, one of them could stay up and read because it was like one of them controlled one arm and the other controlled the other arm. And I think the legs too. I think they like. It's pretty amazing, actually, if you think about. Wait, it. Wait, are you talking about somebody with two heads? Dude, have you not seen this girl? I've seen somebody like two girls whose heads are no, connected. No, I'm talking. You're there's, talking there's about a girl who had two one body, two heads. She's real. I will show you after the pot. All right. Well, it'll I'll blow ju- your mind. <laughs> it might blow my load too. They finish each other's both your mind sandwiches. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they probably do. Um. So anyway, uh, Morty is uh, we now understand is evil, and yep. he's been the one who's killed these women. So uh, Ingalls Rickles uh, mm-hmm. decides he finally needs to do something, and the butcher knife that he's been chasing Bobcat Goldthwait with. 
he chops off his own hand, which is yeah. pretty cool. I like the way that this looked. I it liked was pretty the, brutal. Yeah, yeah, I, I, Evil I, Dead esque. I was expecting this to happen, but I also thought it was funny. I'm like, why wouldn't you just like just years ago just smash this fucking your hand against the wall? Because it's his brother. Yeah, I think his brother's a sick, murdering little freak. But that's familia. That doesn't, you know, Mm. you still care about that person, and you mean maybe they had some good times. I would Who love, knows? I would love like them like driving in the countryside. And he's like holding his hand out the window, <laughs> the little oh face God. like hair, little wisps of hair blowing yeah. in the wind. They're doing like the Titanic, oh. like standing at the bow. So fucked. I'm up. king of the world. I'm king of the world. So he chops him off, and you're led to believe that that's the end of it. Uh, uh, uh. It's not. No, this is again one of the things I really enjoyed was the false ending. You're <laughs> yeah. like, wait, this seems kind of short. It's only been like 15 minutes. Like yeah. what? What's going on now? And then it turns from horrific body horror <laughs> into goofy. I don't know what to say. There's like kaleidoscope music. It's it, you mean, uh, calliope. Calliope. whatever it is. It is it's weirdest shit. But um, yeah. now we have a Morty uh, who's no longer connected to Don Rickles' hand. I don't understand how he's moving around. I guess his little twig thing. <laughs> Insensitive, but yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Mor- Morty's like. Somehow not. I'm dead. free. Yeah. <laughs> and he flies at Don Rickles and I don't know. Again, how he must really be launching himself with these flappers or whatever the fuck <laughs> they are. It's sim- like I said, it reminds me of Basket Case. That little fucker. Belial. What was his name? Belial. Belial. Yeah. Oh, gross name. Right. That fool will just fly like through the air. I'm like, how are you doing that? And they get weirder and weirder. Did you ever like see the, the third the one? Animation? Uh, no, I've only seen the first and second. The third one's even crazier. Um, the but he kills Don Rickles. He bites out his throat. Yeah, I have to call bullshit on the way that he kills Don Rickles because <laughs> the, his, the diameter of his mouth is maybe a quarter, <laughs> yeah. and somehow it's able to tear his throat completely out, and yeah. Don Rickles dies like almost instantaneously. Maybe he opens his mouth wide like uh, like the mask when he's eating the bomb. Remember? This looked like... I don't know what to say. Like his head was smaller than Chucky's head. It was, like There's yeah. no way that you could possibly get deep enough... Like, you would just, like, be, you know. He should have came I, out with I, a knife I, I kept on saying it, like, and it, it did end up kind of happening, but I was like, you know, when he's launching himself around, it would have been really great if it ended with, like, the dude just, like, catching, like, midair and just, like, drop punting oh, it, which yeah. he kind of yeah. ends up doing. He but starts making a lot his of... end zone uh, dance. Yeah. Morty's giving him, like, is, like, taunting he him punts, using yeah, baseball. Yeah, he spikes it. He's, like, being like, oh, the batter's blind, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, and then uh, Bobcat, or Billy... Uh, like stamps on a bo- a loose board. Of course, which, which they hint at in the beginning when he trips on it. So hey, they set it up. Continuity. They've done all their work. <laughs> they have, and it launches a uh, little Billy up in the air. Or no, I'm sorry, not Billy, uh, Morty, <laughs> and Billy, fucking home runs, slugs him, and he goes flying and lands in. I a, love a meat grinder. Which can I had. just say that I'm one of the, I wrote this down. My favorite thing he says. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna turn you into an asshole casserole. Oh, asshole yeah. casserole. Yeah, I wrote that down. Oh, when he's in the meat grinder. Yeah. yeah, this shit was great. And you gotta wonder, does this man make his own sausage or some shit? No, he makes his own casseroles. I mean, you don't make casserole with a meat grinder. I think that. Yeah, you do. Who knows? So uh, you know, the base material was yes. probably drawn from early EC comics that came out in like the 50s and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like back then people were probably grinding their own meat a lot more. Yeah, yeah, probably. You were probably right. But, uh, you know, 
earlier uh imagine trying to clean one of those when rickles and morty are talking about like their their act he's like actually he's the one who planned it i'm just the one who did you know whatever the 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 assistant part morty's the brains so when morty's getting ground up in the meat grinder bobcat goldthwaite's like all right this is my chance He'll do anything. I thought he was going to be sucking him off in the next scene. Yeah, I mean his 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 mouth would. Well, I guess it depends what he's packing. Mm-hmm. Nipples. There Could you go. Play. That's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> I would not tr- trust that little. No. Whatever. That thing. That yeah. little uh, toadstool. Like I don't. Whatever the hell you want to say. Tadpole. Tadpole. Little <laughs> little fucking. Um. But he's like yes. Let's get together the same ventriloquist act. Great idea. I don't know what he did with the dead body. You know what I mean? He just grounded in a sausage. (laughs) It must have taken like a week. Now, that's something I'd like to see, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But they they resurrect their act. He's like, okay, now you're off your morphine, Morty, Mm -hmm. and I'm here. uh, Morphine, Morty. Ooh, I like that name. Not bad. Also, Morphine, great band. I don't know that band. I don't know that band. Uh, you know the drug, though. Oh, yes. I'm very familiar with morphine. Never tried. It's pretty oh, good. I've been on it, but I've I never tried it because I'm not a World War II soldier. <laughs> you didn't wounded. have uh, your morning gruel and morphine? <laughs> no. John never. and I were there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So he's doing his act, and guess what? Little Billy is a sensation. Yeah. So, you know, you might have said to yourself, okay. The only reason people are even semi-amused by this horse shit is because it's 1975. But yeah. guess what? It's 1990, and people are still fucking losing their minds. Okay. They cannot fucking help themselves. Jeff Dunham. I mean, I in guess. the 90s, baby, everyone's like... <laughs> Maybe they dumped a bunch of morphine into their cocktails because these people <laughs> yeah. are fucking going nuts. Well, I mean, yeah. the economy's so good. Everyone's just, like, buying houses left and right and going out to all weird <laughs> hotel, motel, like, convention areas to Bill go watch Clinton's the president mm-hmm. oh wait this was 1990 so it was actually still george hw also one of the things i thought was really oh, yeah. funny was well, sorry senior most george, of their act was just like sexually harassing a woman in the audience well, <laughs> yeah a pretty lady like, comes oh yeah in hey babe the, you could suck the varnish off a table or and like and everybody's did. like yes objectify her yeah. it's so funny she's well, like, even she she's like yeah i suck good dick <laughs> Yeah, I guess and then, true. then he, and then she gets a little offended when he says something else. I can't remember. I, I had it written down. Well, but. I think he said something about her hair, and she was upset. She's like, oh, "I'm promiscuous. You can say whatever you want about that, but don't say anything about my dress or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah suck a good dick. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'd like to think I would. You think you think she did good? I think if you have a dick, you probably suck dick decent, just because you know what you want. You know what I mean? Well, it's like jerking off. All right. Um, so, yeah. you know, I think uh, Bobcat Goldthwait's character, Billy, is starting to get a little suspicious. He's like, listen, I can't let Morty get too interested in women because that's when things start to hit the, you know, yeah. tries to change. The they stuff, get out right? of control. So he's like, better fucking, you know, settle down. And all of a sudden, uh, Morty's like, oh, yeah. Well, what about this? And Bobcat Goldthwait starts crying out loud and he pulls the little puppet off of his hand. And now his hand is somehow fused into the the the, the, uh, the Morty. Yeah. Morty is now fused to his hand, and there's, like, fingers sticking out of his, like, weird throat. Which I was thinking, how was he holding him? Was it up the 
that's kind of gross. Like up inside him, or was he holding him like this? Oh, like around, like, a, like around the neck. Well, that's what I was wondering too, because this also raises a bunch of questions. You're like, so was Don Rickles actually his brother? Did this weird thing just grab onto some kid, mm. or like if this thing can somehow graft himself onto something else, then what's preventing him from grafting onto? You know, somebody who's better at ventriloquism than, <laughs> you know, Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I had that power and I was already a little scary ghoul, mm -hmm. jump onto like a president or something uh, if you can get to him. And then, you know, you have the real power. Well, also, if you go psycho because you're trying to get laid and you can't. Yeah. Uh, get on someone's penis. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you can graft oh. onto like a body part. But then you're not going to. Oh, that's I don't want to see that episode. Well, also we don't know if this guy eats. We don't know if he sleeps. We there's a lot of questions, but you know yeah. you kind of leave him at the door. You know you don't want to examine this too too much. The more you look at it, the the more confusing it becomes. Also, well, he has to yes. spend all day like with this like weird. <laughs> He's in a sock sock over his head. <laughs> hey, if you're on enough morphine, you don't care. Thank oh, you. that's true. <laughs> but, oh, is that why whenever we go to Rick John's, she's always covered more covered in socks. He's in a big black sock. <laughs> Um, John, but that's your Halloween. Since costume. he survived without being attached to the arm, that must mean he has his own little heart, his own little lungs, his own like circulatory system, right? Because if he doesn't need him to, anyway, like you said, that there's too many. Questions. You're you're going on the you're yeah. you're giving it more thought than anyone else. Did. Yeah, the, even the writers. <laughs> Um, but that's the way the episode ends. We, we get the little bit where um, uh, Billy's like, oh, my God, my fingers are sticking out of this weird monster. Yeah. And then it cuts back to the Crypt Keeper. And I got to say, disappointed. No Crypt Keeper puns at the end. He had, he was had, he got nothing for us. No. He I has mean, a burned up dummy. Did that do anything for you? Well, again, this is season two. So yeah. as the seasons go on, he gets more and more like cartoonish and like over the top with his puns. He's like yeah. Freddy. You know, the, the more you get, the longer you go on the timeline, the funnier you get. Yeah. Puppets on puppets. Puppets on puppets. Puppets on puppets. I think it's the first time. And that's uh, this episode of... Uh, Tales from the Crypt. Great one. So, uh, what do you guys say about raping? Uh, I mean, uh, rating <laughs> our episodes. Really? Um, of course. You guys uh, want to do a little group rate? We all rate it together. Gang rate? Gang rate, right? Of course, That's the of term course. I was thinking. I think that's your thing going for. So, yes. Uh, I'd rather Eiffel Tower rate it. Whenever we uh, watch these episodes, we like to grade them mm -hmm. on a scale of 0 to 10 creepy crawlers. Uh, 10 is, of course, the best, and Only 0 is the worst. Yeah. And, of course, we have a couple bonuses in there, um, but we like to do that, and it's called creepy crawlers. So let's get into a little... Mm, crawlers! <laughs> you go... Ooh, Jack joined in Bark on this. Brigade up there. Yeah, Bob Barker's upstairs. They, they want to sound off. Yeah. They're Jack not a fan of rating. You're gonna you're gonna go upstairs later tonight, and Jack's gonna pull a little sock off his hand. It's gonna be a little tiny <laughs> Jack. Little tiny Jack. I love that, dude. That dude. If you could get a puppet of Jack, that'd be so Ooh, cute. I could have a puppet maker make one. You have to have those. You know what the puppets I love are like when they just do like the punchy motion. Oh kind yeah. Of thing? Oh god, what are like the punching nuns or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, with the little like yeah, the little fits. <laughs> they I used to like have hit one of those. Someone with your your friends with me them. and my brother i think had like a nun? two that you hold up to each other and they punch each other oh like like rock'em sock'em robots yes but these were like handheld they weren't like attached to it so they you didn't guys really got work like the well. bootleg version they yeah. broke i think after it's the like, first you wear the family gorilla mask and i'll use the family punch doll <laughs> all right i'll jump in first um so what do we got here uh 
one of the things I really enjoyed about this episode is it starts out like it's going to be one of those classic franchiloquist dummy things. We've seen it in, you know, mm-hmm. the Twilight Zone, you know, oh, we have a dummy and it comes to life. You goosebumps, know? too. Yeah, goosebumps, too. Like, this mm-hmm. is a trope that we've seen. But what I liked about it is that it set it up, but it gave you a little twist. You know, a changing of expectations, I think, goes a long way with these types of stories. When you're like, oh, man, like... It's not the dummy that's real. It's his hand that's mutated and fucked up. I'm like, this is cool. I like this idea. Yeah. Um, it had decent star power, you know. Uh, I like Don Rickles. I like Bobcat Goldthwait. Um, it had some good blood. Um, the One of the hookers had her throat slit, and then Don Rickles cut off his own hand, which looked pretty cool. I like that there was a, a really cool puppet for the hand that it wasn't. I mean, I, I feel like it could have gone two ways. It might not have looked as good as it did, and I like the way it looked. Yeah. Um, had some funny parts, too. I really like Don Rickles had, was killing it with some jokes, um, you know, probably just, you know, doing some improv. So overall, I guess I'll, I'll say I enjoyed this. Um, I'm going to give it a 7.250 Creepy that's a, Crawlers. That's a good rating. Thank you. Who's next? You are. I'll go next. Yeah, I enjoyed this uh, episode also quite a bit. Um, obviously, you know, the Crypt Keeper is great, even when he's not coming at us with a bunch of puns. Um, at that a thousand miles, miles an hour. hour. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he's always fun to see. The intro is super cool. I like that. Uh, you know, this was a cool one. And I do like the Tales from the Crypt in their brevity. I believe that's the correct word. Yes. They're, They're very succinct. They, they get yes. a lot done in a short amount of time. Yeah, and they typically um, are they're just long enough. The anti-Freddies, basically. Yeah, basically. Um, if anything, they could even use a, maybe a few more minutes sometimes. Not in this case, though. I thought this was pretty much perfect. Um, it was super cool seeing... Um, uh, Rickles? Don Rickles yeah. and uh, Bobcat, you know, definitely bring in the star power, as you said. Um and yeah, I agree that the practical effects were really cool. I was totally not expecting a fucking hand monster at all. <laughs> Chased around with a baseball bat. Yeah, and it looked really gross. And yeah, there's a lot of good jokes. I almost feel like the jokes may have been used up by the... Uh, maybe the reason the Crypt Keeper didn't have them is because the fucking little... Didn't want to like outshine yeah. the, the actual episode. Because <laughs> that guy had a lot of jokes too. But anyway, it's coming in very strong for me. I actually really liked it. Um, as I've never used this before, but... I would show this to a friend. <gasps> hey, bud. Um, I'm going to give this a 9.25. Whoa, wowie, whoa, wow. Lousy, Reno. It's a high one, but I mean, I, I just can't find a lot I don't like about it. You know, like, there's, like, I'm sitting here trying to think of things I didn't like, and I, I don't really have much. Uh, it's not perfect, obviously. There's some kind of goofy moments or moments. The moment where <clears throat> Bobcat found the body felt a little, like, scattered, and I was kind of like, wait, what? He's, I thought he was getting. Yeah. Moments like that maybe take away a little bit, but overall, I have, like, no issues with this. I really liked it. Mm, very, very valid points. And the gore. And also, yeah. I mean, like, I'd rather, I'd rather be a little too, again, yeah. I'd rather be a little less to watch than more. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so exactly. if, if, if we're getting it out of here at 22 minutes, I'm good with it. Well, that's the thing. These are always going to score higher with me if they're nice and compact because so you I'm have like, less time to actually do something <laughs> he has more time to cook breakfast well not yeah. even that it's like these it only takes shows minutes to make eggs <laughs> these shows typically you know aren't fucking sh- uh, works of art you know the the writing watch is yourself really, is great yeah. i just flipped the table right now well i'm just saying like you know this is a show oftentimes shows that come out what weekly or monthly or something like that so if they're all like an hour long 
a lot of these ones that aren't aren't maybe the strongest are going to drag on, and they do. Look at fucking Freddy's, for example. So I, they're always going to score a little higher with me if they're nice and short. And hey, it's in the name of the podcast, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Short and spooky. Yeah, that's the name and of that's the what this episode was. That's a that's a great score. I applaud you, Coop. Thank you. And I agree. Mr. Tommy Trash, Mr. Meatloaf, Mr. Ice King, what you got for us? Um, yeah, uh, all, again, as I always say, all very good points. You guys really knocked it out as far as that goes. Um, uh, to your point that you made about maybe, like, a minute or two longer, I would have been interested to see, like, well, I guess in hindsight, no, it wouldn't make sense, like, the, the fire scene, like, how he caused the fire, but... It, that's wouldn't make sense now because that's what we're led to believe why he's got his hand uh oh like in the sock yeah well, in a sock and also i i'm not sure i thought that that what they had kind of alluded to because after bobcat goldthwaite finds the dead hooker in the car she smells like gasoline so what i'm assuming happened originally was that showgirl got murdered by morty and then to clean like to hide it Rickles yeah, ended just, up burning down her body, and, and then and she, he was trying to do the same thing to he this. He just girl. forgot his matches or his lighter. Yeah, yeah, or uh, the little the, the hand man. Again, uh, that's just supposition. I'm not sure about that. The handyman. No, I think that's that's what's in, seems to be what's important. Yeah, that that because that that's a link to to both uh, of the crimes that we're led to believe. Which we who knows how many there are. Probably a lot more than this. Yeah, I would be interested to get a search of his. Uh, just double fisting right now. <laughs> Don't worry, it's all good. I just wish I had some morphine. Um, we'll get some after the show. Uh, it, it was a blast. This was really fun. Uh, there was really good um, all around. Like there wasn't a point where I was checking the time to be like, "Fuck, really?" I still like. There's many episodes we do where I'm like. Oh, it's got to be over. And I'm like, 17 out of 44 <laughs> minutes? I like, hate that. This one, I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I've gone through this pretty quick on the first watch. Nice, brisk pace. A brisk pace. And, you know, I love brisk, baby. Do you love uh, a brisk? That's a 90s commercial. Yeah. Oh, you okay. wouldn't understand. Root beer. I thought you were talking about brisk, like a circumcision. Oh, I mean, I do, because I am. We all are at this table. Right? Huh? <laughs> um... But uh, yeah, no, the, the, there there was a lot of fun to have in this episode. There was a bit nice twist, and this one um, I thought was really fun. When I first started it, I was like, I don't know, and then it starts getting going, and you're like, all right, the stew's cooking, the oil's starting <laughs> to get hot. It's just getting weirder and weirder. It's getting weirder and weirder, and it just doubles and triples and quadruples down on on all of it. And it, uh, and then with the, the ending too, like where he's like, you know, trying to replace the uh, Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Oh, yeah. I like how he kind of fucking fucks that up, and and uh, the only downside was, like John said, there wasn't really good ending. Um, Crypt Keeper. I'll talk to my. We need some puns. I'll talk to my father about Gotta that. Gotta have those. <laughs> so what you giving it, Tom? Uh, I'm seven point seven seven out of ten creepy callers. Flat seven. Flat seven. Okay. Very respectable. I think if I had my notes, it would have been a little higher. But that's overall, fair. that's a very uh, it's a very decent showing uh, by Tales from the Crypt. So yeah. mm-hmm. we salute you. Yes. Thanks for everything that you do, and that's another one in the books. That's right. So uh, what we've been trying to do 
for all our episodes is pick the next week's episode ahead of time. I believe that's Tom's pick. Tom, did you have a chance to pick an episode? All right, we're doing uh, season one, episode 22 of The Hunger, and this is called Footsteps, and it is, uh, the synopsis is a lovely vampire who seduces and drains a different man every night meets a man who claims to be a vegetarian, stars a gene guy, Bouchard, <laughs> and Sophia Shinas, S-H-I-N-A-S. Wow, I love those two. So this is going to be great. So I this mean, this is closer to the movie. Obviously, both all of our listeners are up on Gene Guy. Yeah. Well, I just like the <laughs> idea. Jumanji. I feel like you know it's going to be kind of fun. You know, we're going to see some. I feel like we're going to see some. Um, we're hunting for dick. We really want to try to find a penis. That's what I'm looking for. So we for. can get and, an automatic and there's ten. A, a different man yeah. every night. So maybe, maybe there's. I doubt it, but maybe. The cards maybe, are stacked in our favor. Maybe there, it might not be circumcised even so for this week we might as well say hey guys check out our socials uh we have a twitter account which is at short and spooky we also have an email which is short and spooky at gmail.com coop what's up with our uh, um insta uh, it's it's up um add us on there and what's our handle it is short and spooky podcast on all instagram all right and we got some good pics coming up soon i will post the pics and you guys they're, should follow us. They're all penis pics. Because I think right now we have one follower. <laughs> all right. I think I know who it is. It's the rat man. All right. Well, um, thanks we- so much for listening. Um, gentlemen, before we uh, call it quits this week, do you have anything you want to leave our listeners with? Listen to Meatloaf. Yeah. The first album is fucking fire. All right. Two out of three ain't bad. Heaven can wait. Those are tears. Tears fall. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have any leftover morphine, please mail it to us. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to uh, get rid of them. <laughs> Jeez. Safely into his body. Yes. All right, guys. So we'll see you next week. Adios. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sayonara. Find that